Hi, and welcome to another episode of We're Done Here. Uh, this week, I'm with Ralph Anthony, who is a local comedian from New York City. Yep. How's it going, Ralph? It's uh, it's going. I'm doing all right. Okay, great. Yeah. Are you, so you live in Astoria. I live in Astoria. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. What street do you live? I mean, you don't have to tell people what exactly. <laughs> uh, I live on 30th Ave. So do I. That's so weird. Yeah. Wait, no. Thir- 30th and 33rd. Oh, we, we live really close to each other. I live across the street from the hospital. Oh, I live across down the street from United Brothers. Okay, great. Anyway, yeah. that's so weird. Oh, what up, cousin? Yeah, right? <laughs> I haven't seen you at the supermarket or anything, but yeah. uh, weird. But I'm happy to have you on the podcast today. Thank you. Um, tell our guests a little bit about yourself. Uh, so, my name is Ralph Anthony. I've been a comic here in New York for coming up on eight years. Um, I, in addition to comedy i uh i do acting i finished up a meisner program a couple years ago um writer you know you name it uh hustler whatever (laughs) whatever tag you want to give me i got yeah Yeah, okay cool yeah (laughs) (laughs) i can't wait did we do a i can't remember how we i don't know if we did a show together or what it was but i think i see i remember there was like one week i just saw you multiple times yeah yeah, and that's yeah. and I was like, I saw you at various clubs. I was like, oh, okay. In the comic world, that means like we're we're cool now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's how it goes. That's how it goes. But never seen you in a story, which is weird. Yeah, I uh, I'm either in my apartment or in the city. Got it. Got it. Or on a walk. Okay, just like in the just park. Okay, yeah, nice. Like getting nice. high in the park. I get high in the park. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so weird. Astoria yeah. Park. We're assuming. Yeah. Okay, okay. There's multiple, because there's little parks, you know, oh, it yeah. doesn't have to be a story. Yeah. So where are you from? Like, where's your, you know, so, origin story? Uh, <laughs> my origin story. I'm an X-Men now. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, so I grew up upstate New York um, in a little town. Uh, I always say New Paltz, because that's where everybody, people know New Paltz. But SUNY, 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 SUNY yep. New Paltz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a school. Uh, but I actually grew up in a little town next to it called Highland. Oh, uh, never very small. Yeah. Yeah, no <laughs> one's ever. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I grew up upstate, and so uh, that's where I'm from. Uh, I left uh, after high school. I graduated, went up to Albany. Okay. So up in Albany for uh, about 12 years. And, Did you uh, do the scene up there? A lot of comics, they, if they're from upstate, they do the, the whole Funny Bone yeah. thing up there. I actually just had my first show at the Funny Bone. Wow. I, ju- I literally just got into the Albany Funny Bone. Nice. I'm uh, trying. Well, next year is a goal of mine, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, that, it, it was... I don't know. Dude, that was fucking wild. It Is was, it? Yo, let me tell you. Saturday night, so I hosted two shows for Eric D'Alessandro okay. and Vic DiBattetto. Nice. And, like, they packed out. That first show was sold out. Nice. So, like, 300, 350 uh, people hosting. People. Yeah. That, that shit was just nice. electric. Nice. Uh, nice, nice. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so, I did I did get started in Albany many years ago. Um, nice. But the scene wasn't, like, anything like it is now. Okay. So there was like one show slash mic a week. Got it. And um and it was okay. Like it was fun. You got your feet wet. Okay. But I knew after the first time I did it, I was like, this isn't I'm not gonna be able to stay here. Like you can't stay in Albany. Okay, no. so you came down to like so, New York. Yep. So I moved down here in 2012 to do stand up, but then, you know, new city, new job. Yeah. Trying to do stand up. I was always broke i didn't even have enough money to for like fucking train fare no i got yeah you sometimes know? to be broke like that yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and i work full-time i was like how do i work full-time and i'm still broke what, you, what did you do so i was working at this place called wb mason i sold WB office mason? supplies okay wait and... wb mason yeah yeah, they, yeah. yeah yeah who but uh that's what they say oh God. yeah i know wb mason that yeah. but like you were still like even with yeah it was the trife life uh, uh, <laughs> it was bad uh, so comedy kind of was like unpaused and unpaused for 
I would say probably like two, two and a half years. Oh, like, wow. I would, like I would do like a couple mics and then maybe do a show. Mm-hmm. And then that was it for like a month or two. Got it, and, got it, I, got it. and I was like back and forth, back and forth. And uh, I saw this interview with Greg Giraldo and he was yeah. talking about being in and out of stand up. And he goes, you can't be one foot in, one foot out. You got to be all in. You got to be all in. That's and, true. Uh, yeah, you do got to be all in. Yeah. And so January, uh, January 2015, I just went all in. I was like, fuck it. I, I got nothing to lose now. And um, so I was 2015, started, uh, you know, I took a comedy class. I started barking. I started producing. Nice. New York Comedy Festival 2018, March Madness 2019, Breakout Artist 2019. And then just off to the races. Nice. Cool. I love love that. I love that story. I love that tale. Breakout Artist Caroline's on Broadway. Yeah. The closing down. Kind of sad. I'll tell you what. You want to hear something dope? Uh, That was the last official show that I was booked on. At Caroline's was to headline. Was the breakout artist? Was the breakout thing. artist? Oh, that's awesome. Okay, yeah. 2019 pandemic. Yeah. Pandemic, and then it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Are you gonna go back before they, you know, shut? Up? I feel like comments uh, are just popping out the woodwork. Be like, yeah, hey. yeah. I mean, listen, if they uh, if they want to throw me up, I'm, I'm never gonna say no to a spot. You know, but... you can just do the comic and just go there and just stand there and be like, yeah. hey, where's my spot? Yeah, yeah let me get, <laughs> let me get that type five. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, cool. That's an awesome story. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I guess I saw you. I guess I saw you like last year. And I know you do emotional. You also do have an emotional wellness. Yes. Of, I don't know. If it's a comedy, what's, what's your podcast? It's like a, it's um, mental health slash comedy podcast. It's called, un, uh, it's called Unmasking the Mic. And okay, I, but don't, don't, we're here for, we're done here, but yeah, you yeah. can check out his too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's dope. I, uh, I'm getting ready to, to gear up for the se- second season and I just interview comics and talk about like how being in therapy has helped them on and off stage and, and, you know, the pitfalls of just fucking life. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, well, yeah. So we are here. To, we are here to talk about the pitfalls of life, also. Um, and then um, your topic today that we're gonna talk about. We're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about addiction. Is that what we're gonna? This is our first time tackling this topic, okay. so I'm excited. But I don't. Yeah. I'm not excited for your downfall. I'm just excited <laughs> to talk about that topic. <laughs> Let's hear how you fucked your life up. Let's hear how this happened. Please yeah. tell us. Uh, but yes. Uh, yeah. Tell 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 us what happened. I mean, listen, I that's a weird intro. Tell yeah. us about <laughs> yeah. Give us all your dirt. Um, <laughs> no, my story. It, it's I don't know. Did it, you start off when you were young? Like some yeah. people start off when I mean, oh, I yeah. was doing. We used to do drugs in the story. I'm from Astoria, so okay. Yeah, so yeah. How did yeah. you start? Uh, so my my story started off in high school mm. uh, because I was always the younger one. And the group, my group of friends Who'd growing you hang up. Out with? Just, uh, I was a freshman hanging out with like seniors. Why'd you hang out with that? See, that's bad. Cause like, why are those losers hanging out with a freshman? I, I mean, I'm kind of cool as shit. Oh, okay. Like, I, see, I see what's uh, happening. <laughs> I mean, we all worked in pizzerias and restaurants. So, like, that's how I got in with got them. Like, it, I've always, it. I've always worked. I've always had a job. Nice. And, um, and so I started hanging out with them. And then, you know, they, uh, as we all got older, you know, they were going out to bars and clubs. Yeah, and yeah. so, uh, I just naturally got a fake ID. Okay, yeah, so as like, we do. Yeah, yeah, so like at 16, 17 years old, like I was the designated driver slash the youngest kid in the group. So like God. I would just go in, I'd have a few drinks. And then a few drinks after a little bit turned into let's do have some drinks and let's take some ecstasy. And oh yeah, so, back in the day, remember, yeah. back, remember ecstasy? That yeah. was the shit. Yeah. Oh, sorry, go on. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, by the time by the time I graduated high school, I had already, you know, been blackout drunk, smoked weed, done ecstasy, done coke. Like, I've done at mushrooms, acid, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then went to college, and it just, just bubbled up a little bit more. Wait, what happened in college? Well... Uh, Wait, what school did you go to? SUNY Albany. Oh, I went to SUNY Buffalo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bring a snow shovel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, in college, I, because um, we were all freshmen, and like I, I grew up so kind of close to it. I okay. became, uh, and I knew people that were up there already. Like I kind of just like was the guy that like helped people navigate the party scene. Guy, guy. If guy. you feel okay, what no, I'm, no, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I was always the guy. Like I was the guy. hookup guy. Okay, guy. And uh, and so when you're the hookup guy, you go help people out, and they break you off a little something, something. No, that's true too. So what did you do? Like sometimes people do like scams. Like if someone's looking for something, it's like they give you the money, but yeah. then maybe you inflate the price to take a piece. Did you do that? Sometimes. Okay, I uh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you. We all gotta eat. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it is. I am. I was providing a service and you were i mean a man of the, i'm a fucking feet. man of the people exactly a uh, <laughs> <laughs> so i uh so that i just I had started doing that a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more and then kind of just had that nice little reputation mm -hmm. then i failed out of college you and failed, failed out. out yep and, what year uh seen uh end of my junior year okay no i'm sorry um and a senior year, I was I, supposed, mean, that, I was I was like on a on a five year plan. How'd so. you get? So you got that? Far, you know, at the end, you like come yeah. on. Yeah. Well, because I was a hustler, and like okay. I had, uh, I had done very well helping people navigate the party scene. Mm -hmm. So I took some of the money that I had saved, got it, got it. and then I started my own company. I used to do contracting. Yeah. Nice, and cool. So I, like I would do like landscaping, roofing, and painting. Okay, well, just you almost finished, and you're like, fuck it. They were like, fuck it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they were like, you can't come back here anymore. Okay, okay, got yeah, it, got it. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. yeah because but... I was such a fuck up in the beginning. Like, I lost all my scholarships, and then I finally just got my shit together. And, and then I just saw how good that money was. And, like, I didn't grow up with a lot, so... You know, you see those dollar bills flowing no, in. You're like, no, that's totally is, good. Yeah. This is where it's at. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. uh, so then I just... Uh, I just fucking just kept partying like i lived in the college ghetto and like just what's the college ghetto the college ghetto <laughs> is just where they put all the broke college kids like okay, i mean they're, they're like frat houses sorority houses okay, and college okay. kids so what were you partying you were doing cocaine still still oh, doing the ecstasy I was doing everything okay yeah. doing all the things okay yeah. the only thing i never did was uh heroin or crack okay yeah Okay. Yeah. Um, you did dust, angel dust. We oh talked my about God. dust. Oh my we God. talked about dust this season of the All podcast. Right. You want to hear a great angel dust story? Yes, I love. Uh, oh boy, angel dust story. So my friends and I, we we grew mushrooms. Oh. One summer. Nice. And at the end of the summer, we were left with like a half an ounce. It was four of us. And uh, my buddy Bobby, his grandmother, got him for his birthday tickets to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, that's. Nice. So this was up at when it was still called the Pepsi Arena. And we decided we were each going to eat an eighth of mushrooms. Nice. And by the time they kicked in, we were going to be at the concert. So we did that. And so we get into the arena. The concert's like, they're getting set up, stage and everything. And we're fucking high as balls already. Hmm. We meet these this, this fucking biker gang. I swear to, it's like. A biker gang? There was a, like, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, man of the people. It's yeah. a gift and a curse. <laughs> so we're. 
we're rolling up our joints. They got blunts. They got joints. Everybody's smoking. We're all passing everything around. And uh, and all of a sudden, we're smoking. And we're like, this this tastes different. Oh, God. And, uh, and my buddy Bobby goes, oh, yeah, no, it's just, it's not good weed. And my, the guy, the biker goes, no, that's dust. He just gave you guys like, dust? Boy, and you were already on shrooms? Oh, yeah. Ugh, yeah. That's a lot. Let me tell you, it was one of the greatest concerts I've ever seen did in my you, life. Did you, how did you maintain? I've been fucked up. Yo, we were, we were fucked up. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that was, yeah. that's a lot. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody, it's so funny because everybody like sees this image that I have now. Yeah. And like people would never assume like that I was such a you fucking animal. You were smoking animal. dust with these bikers and yeah. you already had the shrimp. Okay. Yeah. So that's what you're doing the college girl thing. Then when the things, because it sounds like it's still fun and games. Like you're having a good time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. When did things like get out of control? Like what happened? Probably around like 24, 24, I would say. Um, 2004? I was 24. So oh, this when was you like were 24. Around, okay. This was like around 2005. Okay, got it, got it. I got think. Um, just like the partying. It was just a nonstop party. Okay. You were still in that college town, though. I was still in that college town. Okay. I was still in that college area, that college mindset. And, like, I was still, you know, maneuvering, helping people out. Yeah. And, um, and the party just never stopped. Like, it was from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed. And I say going to bed, more or less just, like, fucking passed out. Yeah, like so you just pass, pass out, out, wake up, pass out, wake up. Like so you're 24. Are you still? So you're still. You're still hanging out with your college friends. Yeah. But you're technically not in college. Nah. So you're that guy. <laughs> we were all in our early to mid 20s. Okay. All so in the it wasn't like. Yeah. It wasn't like you're 24, 25, 26 hanging out with like 18 year olds. Okay. Like, no. We were. <laughs> we were all like. I was trying to be like he's that guy, yeah, the town no. man. No, oh sure. yeah. No. Anyway. De definitely not. We okay. were. We were our own. <laughs> We were our own little land of misfit toys. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Okay, so the, so the party never ended, but what was it? What, what type of? So then, so now at that point, uh, we were just full blown like drinking and just doing coke all the time. Ah, uh, that's because uh, that's the thing. The party drugs are fun, right? The oh ecstasy boy. is a good time. Yeah, you're not gonna OD on ecstasy. <laughs> it's when you <laughs> keep on. Oh, you can. You can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's when you keep on drinking and then you just do keep on doing the coke. Yeah. Yeah, I have a theory that like most cokeheads are just alcoholics masking their alcoholism. Yeah, is that is that like? I how mean, it? yeah, I I think the two go hand in the two definitely don't go hand in hand, but they do when you're doing them together. That is true. Yes, yeah. yes, that's uh, true. Because it got to a point where I was like, I couldn't do blow unless I had a drink. Because mm. like there were points in time where like, oh my god, dude, I I would like wake up shower clean up get ready blow two lines go get a dunkin donuts iced coffee come back smoke a blunt and then just like go kick it how'd you I, how'd you eat with the dunkin <laughs> with iced coffee like i don't even know how you do that you know i don't i don't know either oh, that's um, crazy okay yeah but that's that's how my life was for for months and years on end Years on end. Yeah, like I, I didn't stop. I didn't, I didn't start to get clean till I was twenty eight. Twenty eight. It was like two thousand and nine. What I was, was coming up on being twenty eight. You were coming up on being twenty eight. So, but that time in between that, like, 
because you were still upstate, right? I was still up. I was and, still in Albany. And you were yeah. still in Albany. And Albany, I don't know if anyone's ever been, but parts of it can be depressing at times. Uh, <laughs> you mean the whole city? <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm just going to yeah, yeah. say that. Sorry, Albany people. <laughs> um, but essentially, like, what was your some of your lows? Like, how did you know you had a problem? Like, because you don't say you have a problem, but you're just hanging out. You're in your 20s. Like, who says that? I have a problem. Yeah. Um, it 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 happened one night. Like the 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 how it all came about was the night I like overdosed. You OD. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. a yeah. That's... That was like that was my wake up call because like nobody ever said anything. Like I was just fun, Ralph, just having a good time. Everybody was there to party. We all thought it was fun and games when I would black out and then just you know be a fucking lunatic. Like I would always crack jokes, make people laugh, like just having a good time. Yeah, having and, fun. Uh, and so all of our friends were like bartenders or bouncers. So like when the bar would close, we would stay for after hours. Got it. Okay. And then yeah. after hours would turn into the after hours for the after hours. Got it, got it, so got it. there was like Fridays and Saturdays, Thursdays where I wasn't coming back till five, six, seven o'clock in the morning. No, that makes sense. Yeah. And um and so there was one night, the night that I overdosed. Like we started at one bar. It was called Sadie Klutz's R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> it was right on the corner of Madison and Ontario. It was a, it was great. It was yo. It was such a degenerate bar, like in the best way Those possible. Those are the best bars, though. <laughs> yeah, it had like one of these island bars right in the middle, and uh, it was just I don't know. It was just great. You got all walks of life. It was a shitty in. bar. Yeah, with shitty and, people. Uh, <laughs> The shittiest of people, but that were hearts of gold. Love that. Yeah, uh, I love that. Characters. Yeah. And so then we left the bar. We went to my buddy Rod and Jack's house. We got like 230 racks. There was like eight of us. And then we just kept drinking. We killed both 30 racks. Okay. And then it was like, oh, my God. At that point, it had to be like 11 o'clock in the morning. 11 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, I got it. I got to go home and go to sleep. Okay. But the problem is, is when you've been up doing coke all night, what's the last thing you're going to do? Go to sleep. Exactly. Yeah. So I basically got home, tried to clean up, got ready to get into bed to finally go to bed. Yeah. And it didn't. I just lied there with my eyes open. So I was like, well, you know what? I'll just, I can't crash in the middle of the day. Yeah. Because, so, you know. Because then I'll be up all night. Yeah, exactly. And so I was like, well, let me just keep doing let me just keep doing it. Let's Let me keep just on keep going. blowing yeah, yeah. lines. Keep on going. Yeah. And so I just kept blowing lines, kept blowing lines, and um, and I had this one big bag, and I got to the point where I was like, "Let me weigh the bag." Where'd you get this big bag from? Oh, well, not to be. I mean, I knew. Pe- I mean, I knew people. <laughs> you got one big bag. What'd you owe this money for? All this cocaine, though. I mean, I knew people. Damn. What'd you owe the money, or you was paying for this? I mean, I knew people. You could have been rich, Ralph. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> Who says I wasn't? Oh, oh, hey, oh. Anyway. Um, I was a man of the people. Nice. <laughs> and uh, and so I would uh, take the bag, take a spoon, take a just a spoon. I would take a spoonful out. You're being aggressive. And, and okay. then weigh and then weigh the bag again. And what I realized was, by the by the time that night, by the time Saturday night came, I had done eleven grams in like fucking 18 hours that's crazy like, it was enough to kill a baby elephant that is a lot of cocaine oh my yeah. god yeah when did you finally pass out when did you od like it seems like you were going strong i was and then 
right around like 11 12 o'clock like it just it went from being fun to like oh boy this is scary were you still around your were you around your friends or were you still in your house no i was home alone oh. i've been home alone that entire time oh, so i was like fucking bouncing off the goddamn walls i was like checking the peephole seeing what who was going down my hall like <laughs> I, li- I lived down the hall from the fucking laundry room so people that were coming to do their you laundry were like, being bad was, like, losing my goddamn mind crazy, and crazy. um it's so Finally, I got to this point where I was like, I did, I did the ultimate no-no. I looked in the mirror and I saw my face and I was like, oh, fuck, you don't look good. Like, I was white as a fuck. And I, at that point, it looked like I was allergic to the sun. Wow. Yeah. So uh, so I, I looked in the mirror. I saw how pale I was. Then the panic started to set in. Anxiety started kicking in. Uh, and when oh, you're oh, coked up and the anxiety, oh that's a lot. Well, you, have you, you've done it. I, was, I mean, okay. well. Hey, listen, I cross no judgments. <laughs> But it was like at that point where like sparingly, no, sparingly, it's, okay. <laughs> uh, it's like uh, it was at the point where like your butthole puckers and your ass starts starts sweating. Oh, that's never happened to me. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> so you're just like, yo, what the fuck is going on? And as soon as I looked myself in the mirror, I felt that anxiety. I knew what was going on, and immediately my skin felt like it was on fire. Wow. And I was like, oh fuck, this is it. Fuck, this is it, dude. Like you fucked up. And at that point, I knew I couldn't even call 911. I couldn't call an ambulance because if I call an ambulance and they come, they know that I'm on drugs, they call the cops automatically. Do they do that? They, Is that like I mean, a thing? I, they, listen, up there, they play by a different set of rules. Yeah, I don't know. Albany's crazy. I don't know what the fuck uh, they do up there. So, so I just like, if I can strip down and I just got in the shower and turned on ice cold water and I, I felt like I was burning up. It felt like I had the fucking flu. Like it was crazy. burning up. My skin felt tingly. It felt like I was on fire. And I just started bawling my eyes out because I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to die in this goddamn shower. Wow, that is horrible. Yeah. And so fi- I was finally like, was able to calm myself down, cool off. I got into bed and yo, I closed my eyes and all I saw was like a white light. Like um. it scared the shit out of me, and uh, and so I grabbed my rosary beads that were on my uh, on my lamp, and I just grabbed them in my hand, and like I said this little prayer, and I was like, "Listen, big guy, uh, I know that you know that I don't really believe in you. However, mm. if you're fucking real, uh, I need some help. Like, I yeah. need something. Please, please, Lord in the sky, help me. And, uh, Even I, yeah, no, please, yeah. anyone, throw me a fucking life raft. Yeah, throw me an inflatable straw. Like I don't something. <laughs> don't let me sink. And uh, and sure enough, I ended up just passing out. And I woke up the next day, and I was like, never, never again. I'm never gonna get that bad ever again. Oh wow, that's crazy. Okay, yeah. so that's a bender. So you said never again. So did it happen again or? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, because when you're an addict. Because that was your first overdose. Okay, yeah. got you, got uh, you. And how was that? Was that close to the time that you quit, or was that was just a low point? That was right around. It was like getting close to the time where I was because I overdosed again the second time, like a couple months later. Oh wow! So you and, were still uh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, I'll never. And no. then did you pray again that time? Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then Jesus helped you again. You still yeah. don't believe him? He's in. Yeah. No joking. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll tell you what. Well, I it, it's very funny. I got them. I got these tattooed. These are my. Oh beads. wow, those are the rosary beads. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I feel like that's very religious of you to have yeah. the rosary beads over yeah. there, for sure. Okay, yeah. interesting. Cool. That's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. Thank you. Um. So, all right. So you did OD the second time. Yep. So just because you OD, it doesn't mean you get clean. Like you know what I mean. Like how does that happen? Um. I was like, I can't. I lived alone. 
I lived alone. So I was like, if something, God forbid, if something fucking happens, like no one's going to find me for days. Yeah, that's true. Like all my friends would have just been like, oh, Ralph's just like, you know, off whatever, trying to like do his thing, get clean. I don't know. Whatever the fuck. They, nobody would have found out for like two or three days. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and you could have been like alone in your fucking house, like had a yeah. secret or some shit. So, uh, so it's so funny because we joke around, I was joking around about, you know, Jesus and God. And it just so happened that um that was like a sunday by the time i came out of it it was sunday and um i had gone i started off at suny albany and ended up finishing up college at the uh, saint rose college of saint rose okay catholic school yeah so i lived two blocks from campus okay and i knew they had a church okay and it just so happened that that wednesday was ash wednesday uh -huh. and so i was like i'm going to the services okay and i had made up my mind i was like well people talk about finding jesus going to church and like getting clean like the whole 12 step yeah, thing yeah, yeah and uh and so i just that's what i did did and you just, did you did you, you you turn to jesus i did that's right so you're christian now or catholic whatever they no, call them i'm just a believer i'm you just believe a, oh so you uh, so you did you 12 step it out i did my own i did my own shit wait why is everybody always doing their own version? Because I didn't. <laughs> because I wasn't like one of those people that I didn't. I didn't wrong anybody. I didn't okay. fuck anybody else's life up. Like, you were just having a good time. I was just having a good time that got caught up. Got I got it, caught got up it. in the fucking cyclone. Got it, got and got it. Um, and so I just made this deal with myself. I was like, every fucking Wednesday, I got a calendar and I would just mark off the days where I was clean, kind of like Seinfeld with the joke calendar. No, God. And I did the same thing for, for my sobriety. And I was just okay. like. So when did you quit? Did you quit everything? All the things like no. alcohol? Oh, okay. No. <laughs> so no. when did you quit? No. I just, no. I just, uh, I just really, No cocaine. No cocaine. That's, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you don't need the cocaine. Yeah. And I like, I got to the point where like I could do it and party a little bit here and there for like <laughs> special occasions. And, um. And then I just, I got to the point where I was, I, I turned 34 and I was like, that's it. I'm fucking done. You're done. We're and done I, with everything or just? Just Coke. Just cocaine. But I don't again. even like, I don't even really drink that much anymore. I've had maybe a handful of drinks the entire year. And, I, and nice. like, and they were mostly at like weddings or my yeah, birthday. That's nice. A wedding, you know? my birthday. So you're just like, eh, I'm over yeah. it. Yeah. I just, I, I love weed and I love mushrooms. Um, I like weed, the natural stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so how did you, because like, all right. So was there a reason you were doing the drugs you think? Like, was it to amass anything? Like, did you have to go conquer it? I know you said you didn't, have, you didn't wrong anyone because you were like too young to wrong. You didn't have a family or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or children to fuck up on. But like, like is it, yeah, like, was there any like, I don't know. What was the reason you were doing all these drugs in the first place? Like, why were you trying, what were you running from, essentially? Um. So I had like a really... Um, I had a really tough childhood. Okay. And so my parents, my biological parents got divorced when I was two. It was a very ugly, messy divorce. Mm. And when my dad remarried, it was like, it was like I was getting torn between three different people. And uh, I was like fucking up. six years old. Yeah, that's really And so up. like, it just progressively got worse year after year after year after with year. With the parents got worse. With the parents, with, with how I felt about the whole situation. Uh, because really nobody, it was almost, it, it, Looking back on it now, like I've been in therapy for like five years mm -hmm. and uh, and I talked all about my childhood and all my trauma yeah. and the abuse that I went through and like nobody ever gave a fuck. Nobody ever gives parents don't give a fuck about what their kids are going through. It's it's when parents are getting divorced. All they care about is themselves. Yeah. Winning essentially. Yeah. yeah. They want to win the fight, but they end up losing the war and the war is with 
the fucking kid. They lose no, their kids. Yeah, that's true. That is very So true. Yeah. It, it was very telling. And I came all I came to a lot of these conclusions on myself, like because I do so much I do so much work on myself. Like therapy once a week. I meditate twice a day. I journal twice a day. Like I'm nice. constantly in touch with that I shit. I wish I journal. Damn it. I can't it's it's amazing. So it's very powerful. No, it is. Um, I used to do it all the time, but then uh, but anyway, go on, sorry. This so, is about you. <laughs> um, yeah, so at thirteen years old I had this huge blowout fight with my biological mom and uh, I said, You gotta call my dad. I don't wanna be here. Mm. And she was like, okay, called my dad. She called my dad. My dad picked me up and uh, she said, all right, I'll see you in a couple weeks. I was like, mm -mm, I ain't coming back. And that was the last time that I saw her. Wow. So you like kind of like, I'm mom, you're done. Like, I can't. I yeah. can't even. Yeah. Walked away at 13 years old. Wow. And so right around 13, 14 was when, uh, when I started smoking weed and like, it wasn't even like a couple of hits here and there. Like. I would get so fucking stoned. I would get so funked up as like a teenager that I would just come back in my parents' house and I would just pass right out like on the floor. And my parents, I would be so fucked up. And no one said anything. They would just walk around me. That's crazy because my mom would be like, what's wrong with you, baby? Yeah. She, you needed a black mom. That was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't have got away with anything. <laughs> Wait, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. You know, but it's so funny because like growing up, I tell stories about how my parents were when I was a child and everybody thinks that I actually had black parents. Really? Because they were so tough. But they got to the point where it was like, you're not going to save me. Like, I'm already no, on this path. Sense. Like They're not going to save you. Yeah, you're already on this like crazy, like whatever you were trying to do kind of thing. You got to live through it yourself. Yeah. Well, at least you're not, like, honestly, like, I feel, like, bad for, like, the people nowadays because I feel like everyone does, like, every. I don't know what happened to the coke heads, but everyone's doing heroin now. Yeah, Or, no. like, everyone has, like, what, the fentanyl and the cocaine. Oh, yeah. No. Or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. But basically, you could OD on some fucked up cocaine. Yeah. Which now people are taking a little bit of bumps and dying. It's not even worth it anymore. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm so glad that my, my crazy days, my party years were encapsulated like pre-fentanyl, pre-smartphones. Pre-fentanyl, like, pre-smartphones, yeah. yes. Yeah. Like these kids, they don't even understand. Like, yeah, y'all don't get it. Like, <laughs> yo, you think, you, you think you're hard? <laughs> <laughs> yo, you should have suspect. Yeah, the crazy, it was crazy shit back in the day. I totally remember all of it. Uh, yeah. So it's interesting how you were able to kind of, because you kind of tracked it back to your childhood. That means you've done, that means he's done a lot of therapy in order to track it back yeah. to like, you saying no to your mom and all that. Yeah. But you you talked about some stuff. You talked about journaling. You talked about um, meditation. Like, how did you find, did you find that to the 12th step? Or like, how did you find, how did you know that, that what, that's what you have to do to be happy? I didn't. It okay. just kind of came about. So like, um, uh, you know, it's very, it's very funny how certain things happen. Like I, I got a home girl, her name is Robin. And she put me on to meditating about a month before I was going to headline Caroline's. Okay. Like, I was I was just so fucking nervous. Like, I had never done an hour before. Yeah. And like, you know, like, when you're on the come up in New York, it's like you're not getting 10, 15, 20-minute no, yeah, spots. You, yeah, so, like, that's true. I'd have to drive an hour, hour and a half to get 15 minutes. No, that's true. Yeah, New York is the worst. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, yo, so, like, that, that headline, that first hour I ever did at Caroline's, I built it by doing five, six-minute, seven-minute no, spots. No, that's how we all do. Yeah, that's how we all build um, our hour, which is crazy. Yeah. And so, like, I was really stressed out. I, my anxiety was, like, at a fucking all-time high. And I didn't even know what anxiety was at that point. Okay. And it was so, before TikTok taught you. It was before okay. therapy. Okay. Before um, <laughs> <laughs> Which is more, yeah. But like, uh, so she was like, have you ever done meditation? 
And I listen, nah, I've never, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the oh, fuck no. that is. Okay, yeah. And so she was like, hey, here's my login, do this. And it was Oprah and Deepak Chopra. They had a 21 day yes, that's right. meditation oh, guide. My God. And, um, and so I started it and it was fucking tough, but like it just, I, I enjoyed it. And I built it into my routine. Like you gotta, if you wanna be successful and you wanna have a happy and, and fulfilling life, like you gotta have fucking routines. Like you just can't yeah, fly by the seat of your pants. So like, unfortunately, no. um, so like now I've got I built it in where it's like I get up I clean up I meditate I journal every got single it, day it, boom it, boom it. boom three things right off the rip and by the time I've been up for an hour I've already done you know two very important things in my life important things for your day yeah that's really good yeah. that's that's good you know what's so funny about Oprah in a sense like I feel like without Oprah I would not be involved in like emotional wellness or whatever yeah. the whole thing because I started off with her recommended self help books myself okay yeah, yeah, yeah uh so yeah oprah, shout out to oprah for Yo. uh growing a generation of pussies no it's joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you punk ass bitch yeah but like she, thank you oprah for all that shit that's crazy so that's crazy that's good so like do you like yoga too or just the meditation no i used to you yeah. used to yoga oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah okay cool yeah, i'm all about that i'm all about that life Okay, so yeah. all like, and you got like, these. Was that like, was that some Buddhist shit, or like, uh, what does this mean? Yeah, so, um, so these two beads I got from. Um, it was, it's so funny because I go back to that the the Caroline show. Yeah. Um, I was like going through like a, a stretch of like just a lot of self doubt. Mm. I was in my head all day, every day, yeah. and I was like, I gotta go to the fucking gym. I gotta go work out. I gotta clear my head. And right. on the way to the gym, there was this monk. I and there's not even a fucking monastery like a monk. in Astoria. No, I'm walking down 30th <laughs> Ave, and the fucking it was like the crowd cleared, and there was this monk, and he saw me, and like 30th Avenue in Astoria, Queens. Yeah, yo, it's weird. He just appeared, and then he disappeared. He gave me the beads. Wow. He said a prayer and disappeared. That's crazy that yeah. you're saying that. Yep. Yeah. That's really weird. Uh, so I got these beads, and then I just picked these up. Um, what is that about? Um, I picked these up for like it's like deals with like emotional grounding. Okay, uh, cool. Clearing like mental blockage. I, I need um, some fucking beads. It seems I don't know. I ain't got anything. I have yeah. nothing on my wrist. <laughs> it's very. I'll tell you what. It's very strange. I didn't realize a lot of this about myself until I got older over the last like maybe year or two. Um, I'm very much like an empath. Like I pick up on like a lot of energy. Oh, that makes sense. Wait, what, what sign are you? A Sagittarius. Oh, that's weird. You people aren't like that. Anyway, go on, sorry. Uh, I'm a Cancer, so I feel like I'm emotionally tied to folks, but go on. Yeah, uh, I know that I'm a fire sign. And anytime okay. before I got into that, whenever girls would ask me when my birthday was, I would tell them and they'd be like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. So, <laughs> uh, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> But like even going into these shops, like crystal shops, like I, I got crystals, I got stones, I got beads, like um, I can hold stuff in my hand and I can feel like the fucking energy. I can feel uh, like I the get stones. like I get oh, there's a shop. Um, I forget the name of it. It's in Newport. So that's where I got these from. Uh, it's right on Main Street. And uh, I walked in there and like I felt like I felt heavy. Like I, I picked up on literally all the energy from the whole fucking store. That's so interesting because yeah. usually, like, that is interesting that you say that. I feel like a lot of comics, I mean, maybe not most of them, but I feel like comics, we have to, like, we feel energies of rooms, like, yeah. how the audience is going. I was like, it's almost like you feel it in your soul or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's a comedian thing. Um, some comics don't have it. But I feel like, yeah. Yeah. Like, energy is important to yeah. our profession. Yeah. Like, I just, I, uh, I could pick on it, like, pick up on it, like, mentally, but, like, 
when I go into these stores or these shops, like I could feel it emotionally. Like I feel, it. It, I feel it physically. Like right here, it's Got it. fucking wild. That's crazy. That is, yeah. that is that is that is that is wild. So you've done. So you did every. Well, you did every job except for the heroin and the crack. Did you did you did you ever do that? No. You never did that. Okay. No. Interesting. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know why it's interesting. Uh, mm, but drugs, drugs are fun. Drug culture is fun. I mean, it's drugs like, are super. I feel yeah. like these new. I don't know these kids. All they're doing is pills nowadays. I'm like, fuck that. Back in the day, that was the real drugs. That was a good time. Okay. Yo, back, fuck these pills. <laughs> yo, back in the day, I know this dude who shall remain nameless. Um, but he hooked me up several times with like fucking. Um, black tar opium. Oh, re- I've never so, done opium before. Oh, yeah. That's old. Yeah. I have, I have, I had. Um, what did I do one time? My poppers. Fr- no, I, no. I, oh yeah, I have done poppers. <laughs> but like at a club in London. I'm like, why the fuck yeah. is everybody sniffing no. this shit? It's so stupid. They, I'm like, you talk about a city that loves their drugs. No, they. The British are. They are all cokeheads and alcoholics. Yeah. I mean, they have a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're the British are are crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have done. But no, I I feel like I've so one time I was six, six, 16, I had I did sniff dope before. Okay. Yeah, like yeah, heroin yeah. or whatever. But yeah. it was like a horrible experience. And that's why I never did it again because I just fell asleep. And yeah. I was literally I, I grew up across the street from Astoria Park. Uh and like it was this park. I have a show called Purple Park, is because there's this park yeah. in Astoria Park called Purple Park. Yeah, I was yeah. literally sitting in Purple Park. And like laying down, and like I swear, everybody from the neighborhood is like, "What the fuck are you doing there, Mika?" And I was like, I was like waking up and going, I was like, "This is stupid. Why do people do this?" Yeah. I never did it again. I was like, "Some drugs you do to never do it again." Yeah. But some yeah. people get hooked on this type of stuff. Yeah. So, do you have friends from like? Was it hard to hang out with some people, or you had already moved to the city? Like, how did your life change? As it, like in terms of routine for our listeners, how's like? Because sometimes people talk about this, like when they get a little clean and sober, they can't hang hang out with certain groups or like you know, yeah. some things change. Um, there was a point in time in 2011 where I stopped. I blacked out for the entire Fourth of July weekend. Oh. And at the end of it, I had stopped drinking for six weeks. Okay. And so for six weeks, I really didn't see my friends that much. Okay. And I kind of just did my own thing. Okay, cool. But I got to the point now where it's like I can be around my friends. Like I can be around anybody. You could fucking, yo, you could break out a needle and shoot up right now, and it wouldn't phase me. That's not you, gonna happen. Like <laughs> you could literally break out an eight ball, and ev- you could snort your name in a line. That's and I'd not be like, unless it's free. No, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, got. It. Okay, yeah. cool. It's just not. I don't know. I have a lot of. Um, I got a lot of self control when it you comes to. You just know who you are. You don't give a fuck. Yeah, I. Uh, well, yeah, that's really what I don't. I don't give a fuck. Like, make fun of me if you want, but like, I guarantee you my life was a lot crazier than yours. Now, I'm not saying not you personally, a... but like, I'm just saying like people that want to, you know, throw some shade. Like, I'll fucking trump you in a heartbeat. No, I went to University of Buffalo and left, so my yeah. life wasn't that crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Came back to Queens. Yeah, um, but no, I. Um, I just I know myself, got you it. know, and I know like. This, I'm the same way with coke as I am with cigarettes. Like, yeah, sure. Could I do it one time? Could I take one drag or one little sniff? Yeah, yeah I probably could. But I don't want to go down that road because, one, it would wipe away all the progress and all the success I've yeah, had so far. Yeah, it's not worth it. And two, um, it's not just going to be one. Like, I, I, do this thing, I do this thing about drinking. Um, 
where it's like drinking to me used to be like eating Pringles. Yeah. Like, uh, you, like yeah. you ever pop the top and have one fucking Pringle? No, especially no, not those sour cream ones. Not at all. No, <laughs> we're going to drink the whole bottle and we're going to get fucking wild. No, that makes sense. That make, no, yeah. I got I got you on that. No, most definitely. Everyone has, for me, honestly, my kryptonite is the Pringles. Um, yeah. I'm not like a person that keeps on drinking or does a lot of coke. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I need to stay away from the damn Pringles. Damn yeah. it. But thank you so much for sharing that, Ralph. Sure. Uh, thank you I for really, having me. This is our first time dealing with the topic of addiction. Yeah. I hope our listeners enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. That's why I asked you so many questions. Yeah. Um, but now we're done with that. We're done with cocaine. Screw you, cocaine. Uh, <laughs> I guess let's talk about what we're not done here with. Uh, so every week we talk about what we're not done here with. I always say what we're not done here with, which makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Um, but what I'm not done with is... I was watching this documentary on HBO, okay. and it was about Shaquille O'Neal. It's called Shaq. Yep. And here's the thing. I remember Shaq growing up. I never. I don't watch sports. I don't care. My dad's African. Like, he watches soccer, football, whatever we call it. So I didn't grow yeah. up in, like, this basketball house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Uncle Chubby was really into the Knicks, and, like, he tried to get me into it one summer. Yeah. Whatever. I didn't care. So watching this documentary about Shaq and the Lakers, how he won all these games, and, like, Shaq growing up, and, like, I don't know. It's just a great documentary. I say yeah. everyone watch it. Like, Shaq, like, his dad was, like, this surgeon... But he had a biological father, but his biological father was kind of like a bum, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but his, you probably know all this. And, like, I, I, I'm probably like the girl, like, oh, my God, did you know about Shaq? Um, <laughs> I didn't know shit. But I was yeah. like, oh, my God, he had a really great, like, he had, like, this upbringing that prepared him mm-hmm. for the NBA. Yeah. And, like, he, he did. I remember him rapping. I remember him being in movies. Yeah. But it was just relive. I was like, Shaq is really important to pop culture. But yeah. maybe I just discovered it this week. Whatever. Screw everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it was really important <laughs> to me. Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal. Wait, you know all about Shaq, right? Are you a yeah, basketball person? I am a basketball person. Oh, all right. Yeah. So basically, I'm not telling you anything important. Not that much. Okay, yeah, damn yeah. it. I mean, I knew, I, I knew some of it already. Okay, yeah. are you going to watch this doc? I probably will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. But... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so sorry, listeners, if I said something stupid, but whatever. <laughs> I'm amazed by Shaq now. Uh, but anyway, what yeah. are you not done with? Oh, man, what am I not done with? I'm not done, again, documentaries. Uh, okay. I'm not done with uh, Stutz. What is that? It's it's Jonah Hill produced this this film about his like therapist. Like the Jonah Hill? The Jonah okay. Hill. Um, and it's like very powerful. I can only watch little bits at a clip. Like I, Stutz? Stutz. It's about him doing a one-on-one interview with his uh, psychiatrist therapist. Oh. And this guy is like, you know, this guy Stutz is revolutionary. And, Wait, what uh, channel was this on? Uh, it's on HBO. I think it's on HBO. No, Netflix. Netflix called yeah, Studs. Jonah Hill. And he's with his, is it like satire or is it actual real? Like, no, it's it's fucking mad real. Okay, Jonah yeah. Hill, he lost all that weight, right? And he gained weight? Yeah, and that's something that, you know, that he talks about. Like, he basically was like, he like he grew up in the spotlight. That's uh, true. You know, and so, like, people would, like, get on him for his weight. Did he lose it? Did he gain it? And, like, just the mental wear and tear. Oh, of just wow. like being in the spotlight for your whole life. Like I gotta watch, we love talking about weight here. So we, yeah. uh, we gotta watch that, yeah. Yeah, when I started to uh, get clean all yeah. those years ago, yeah. um, I blew up, like I, I had- oh, that makes sense. I had, to, like... uh, well that was, it's like, yeah, because I wasn't doing anything and I was eating, but I was also, uh, I, had, I, I had stopped a robbery. I had gotten robbed, I had one of my apartments. What? And so I had dislocated my shoulder and then ripped it out. 
holding the guy till the cops came. That is weird. Okay, that's a lot. And um, and so that's when I started to put on the weight a little bit here and there. It was like a couple few pounds, five pounds, maybe yeah, yeah, ten yeah. pounds. That's and how then, it goes. And that's then when I got clean, and then when I started to get clean, I ballooned up to two hundred and sixty pounds. Mm. And that's that's like Fat you kid. know triple chin, fatty oh, yeah. McButter pants. <laughs> Yeah, and so that's what that was the thing, and that's what prompted me to like started to get my shit back this time around. Because I was like, I know where I know myself so well. You know where this takes you. Yeah, and like I weighed myself one day, and I was two hundred and forty-seven pounds, and I was like, like, "You're close." Yeah, I was like, "Never, we're not cracking two fifty. And so now I'm down to to two thirty-five. Nice, yeah. congratulations! Yeah, yeah, oh, well, we, we oh, I'm we like, fucking, I know we're going. Yeah, we white <laughs> we white guide that up real quick. Wait, I feel like oh you white guide it up. <laughs> Oh my God! Get I didn't over. know what we were going in for. Anyway. Okay, well, thank you so much, Ralph. Yeah. But where can our uh, listeners find you? You find me um, on all the socials, Ralph at Ralph the Mouth eighty one, Instagram uh, and Twitter, uh, and then on TikTok, it's just Ralph the Mouth. So, awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank for you for having us. me. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. Thank you, uh, yeah. and we're done here. Thank you. Peace.